Hello, everybody. I am Joshua. And I'm Jamie. And, and we're, we're going to do Daredevil. Daredevil. Joshua, a long time no see. Yeah, long. Yeah, you look a little different. You got a fresh haircut. You got I a Daredevil a shirt on. Usually, I'm the one wearing the Daredevil shirt. Yeah, so. I was very tempted to spray the Daredevil cologne and go full. Oh wow! Full you know when fan. you t- when you know when you pick that up and you sprayed it over here in the mm-hmm. uh, studio. Yeah, dude, man, it uh, it actually smelled pretty good. <laughs> no wonder all the ladies love Daredevil. Yeah, smell of, uh, <laughs> of fearlessness and dynamisms. Yeah. Uh, Right. Dynamics. What's the word? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither, apparently. Um, well, we're back, guys. Uh, uh, guys, sorry. We're back, everyone. Everybody. I want to uh, not include everyone, but we are back and we are doing our thing again. Um, last time we spoke, it was the 50th episode and we waffled on and on and on and we covered a lot of stuff. I can't even remember what was the last thing we talked about. Well, we talked about Daredevil Yellow. That's right. And then yes. we did some other stuff. Like I asked you some questions. The Mount Rushmore. Yeah, we did the, the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I, I tried to uh, stump you, and you did very well. I think you got all but one right. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a contest, we uh, which we'll do the drawing here in a second. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had a contest. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was kind of a fun little bring everything in together. And I do want to give a shout out to uh, uh, David Wynn, mm-hmm. who did the artwork for the, uh, who, d- he d- who does the episode cover he artworks. Does, yeah. And uh, what he did for the fifty the fiftieth episode was very awesome. Yeah, you guys should check it out. If if you don't see it because of the, however you find us or whatever, make sure you go to uh, the actual website or, yeah. or, or or check it out on um, you know Facebook or Twitter or whatever you can see it. But uh, it was cool because it was Daredevil fighting or I guess you know escaping from being attacked <laughs> by uh, a whole bunch of uh, of his rogues. It was yeah. a really cool cover. but Yeah, he's been doing some great work. And um, we were talking about um, the next few episodes, what we're going to do for that. And uh, yeah, I, I always enjoy seeing what yeah. comes on with him. That's so exciting. Cool. And in today's, it's, 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 another, it's another, fun, um, another fun episode that is kind of taking a break from following along the... Uh, the numerical you yeah know, the we're, order we're still, the, the continuity we're giving a little breathing yeah, room off exactly the born again mm-hmm. and uh yeah we're gonna ask several times this episode we're gonna ask what if yeah what if what if <laughs> what if joshua yeah. what if daredevil was blonde and not a redhead yeah those questions type, like that and sometimes the coloring does make him look a little <laughs> uh yeah but um what if is a comic book series that uh debuted back in the 70s i believe wasn't it wasn't it like uh uh what was the first well, one well there's 1977 one. yeah there's been uh did you know that there has been 13 volumes of what if Wow. Wow. And some of them went for a while. Uh, volume 2 especially was a, a long run. And volume 1 went from 77 to 84. That's volume pretty two, long. Volume 2, 89 to 98. Yeah, they're both pretty good. And then it yeah. just kind of like stumbles along and uh, uh, kind of chugs out 
various what ifs. But the idea was always that um, originally the idea was Utu. Is that how you say his name? Sure. Utu the Watcher. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Would uh, would tell you about the alternate realities. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, the Marvel Universe is a six one six in in their world. Um, but there are endless, endless realities out there where even the smallest difference can change the story completely. Mm-hmm. And what ifs often asked, what if at key moments in Marvel's history? Uh, the first one, I think, asked, what if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? They would have been the Fantastic Five. Yeah. First. And, uh, it's, it's pretty neat because as a creator, you know that we, you know, when they get together and they talk about mm-hmm. you know, how they're going to, schedule out the whole year of a character yeah. and all that stuff, especially now. Maybe it was a little bit different back in the day because you had less people in charge of everything. Now you have groups that are in charge of all yeah, the different yeah. areas. But, you know, um, I'm sure it's fun because when they get together, they probably always ask, what if, you know, oh, man, you know, I, I like the way that, you know, the Daredevil storyline is going mm-hmm. on, but but what if this would have happened? And, yeah. and then th- this actually gives them an opportunity to have fun and completely step out of continuity and just do whatever the heck they want. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of the times the, the letters from the readers were asking what if. There was a lot of what ifs coming up. So I think that's what fueled the idea was yeah. this, this constant stream of letters from... Um, from readers saying, oh, you know, I really enjoyed X story, but what if this had happened instead? Or don't you think it would have been good if this had happened? Or I think this might happen. And a lot of the time, the the letter pages were full of suggestions for future issues. Um, and the other thing that's, that's fun is that you get a lot of creators that wouldn't have worked on the book. You get a lot that did work on the book, just playing around with their own ideas and, and doing fan favorite retellings and and else worlds and alternate mm-hmm. stories but um but you do get some interesting characters popping up and, and by characters i mean the creator side not necessarily the uh, the story side do, is there any what if daredevil storylines that you would like to read about uh that's a good Th- question that have never been written that have never been written because i know of a couple of times in previous podcasts mm-hmm. we've talked a little bit about you know like oh wouldn't it have been cool if this would have happened so yeah I'm putting you on the spot jamie but what do you think yeah. Um, let me think on that one. Do you have any while I'm thinking? Um, well, well, I. It, it has to do with Foggy. I, uh-huh. I'm guessing. I, yeah. I know that I think about you know, what if Foggy found out that uh, Matt Murdock was Daredevil from the beginning? Yeah. Or even more so, what if this is better? What if Matt Murdock was honest with Foggy, and told him from the beginning? who he was, how different their relationship would have been throughout the years. Yeah. It would have changed everything because a lot of the times, especially earlier on in, uh, you know, specifically in the Stanley era, uh, Daredevil had to work extra hard to uh, make sure that uh, Foggy didn't figure out that, that he and Daredevil were the same person. Mm-hmm. So if that never needed to happen, how many more people he could have saved? <laughs> how many, you know, because he didn't have to take time to go run out of the room to go change clothes and all that yeah. stuff. So, well, well he, he never really took that long to change his well, clothes. Well, that's true. Um, but but still, do, do you think he would have missed a lot more court hearings and just said, oh, I'm sorry. Well, well he to... probably would have because <laughs> sorry, Fog- Foggy. I right? think Foggy would have understood. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's the type of person that would have been mad. Yeah. Um, well, well, it, very early Foggy would have been mad. Yeah. Well, yeah, he would have Foggy from like issue. He would have been jealous. Would have been, he would have been man. He gets all fine. the ladies and everything. When Karen showed up, he wouldn't have even bothered 
uh, trying to get into or trying would to, he have grown to get the with mustache her. quicker? He would have because because <laughs> right at the start he would have been like, okay, so we have this really you know this really pretty attractive secretary. Why do I even? I'm not even going to go after her because yeah. I'm I'm working with Daredevil. So mm-hmm. there's absolutely no way I would have a chance. But mm. I think that that's the biggest one. I think it would have changed everything, and and it actually could have been a positive thing too because there's been a lot of times, and we're gonna get we're gonna kind of go over this a little bit next podcast where Daredevil starts to do a lot of reflecting mm-hmm. about you know where he's at. Yeah. But if he would have had a friend, you know, a buddy, a, a, you know, just like a chum, like a male friend that he could have confided in mm-hmm. that was not a superhero, that didn't have anything to do with, with crime fighting and could have helped be a support for him. Yeah. Um, kind of like been, the Ivan. To, I, I, exactly, yeah. yeah. It would have been very helpful. Yeah. Anyway, so that would be kind of my what if. I'd like, my what if would be what if Foggy hadn't got divorced. Oh, <laughs> then, maybe, then maybe we'd like Debbie a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, bring right? Debbie back. Oh my, don't, no, please don't. Bring Debbie back, no, guys. No. Avoid, avoid that at all, at all yeah. costs. <laughs> I think it's time. I can't remember because I, I, I have such a spotty memory of the uh, Mark Wade and uh, Chris Samney issues, like the order. And I know there's a storyline where Foggy gets sick. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't remember if Debbie comes back. I don't think she does during that period, does she? Uh, boy, I can't remember. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to getting to that. I'm yeah. currently reading the. Uh, I'm onto the Brian Michael Bendis. Already? Yeah. Holy Toledo! Yeah. Well, I reward myself in by when I've read several Daredevil comics. I reward myself by reading yeah. several Daredevil comics. Wow. Yeah, that's great. I'm just trying to read ahead. Sure, already. Sure, you know, just in case. Just in case, yeah. Picking up the pace of yeah. our uh, podcast recording. Yeah, right? I'm. I'm, near, I'm <laughs> just coming up to issue fifty. So, wow. Yeah. It's oh, fifty's a good one. I did actually hit the worst, the the only Daredevil story I have never, I've not enjoyed any aspect of. Really? Yeah. Are you going to keep me on the edge of my seat and wait until we get to it, or are you going to tell me now? Um, I'll give you a little hint and say that when we cover it we're going to go back in time and talk about the writer of that uh storyline it's a very cryptic hint hmm i don't know i'm gonna to have to think about that one a little bit yeah um well before we start on the issues do you yeah, want to do our over? do you want to do our drawing first oh yeah yeah we had a contest in episode 50 to win a, a good old slick set of they've been sitting in my garage ready not getting any kind of they're wrapped up nicely they've mm-hmm. been kept flat mm-hmm they're in great shape, but it's the uh, the the three volume collection of the Bendes may live. And yeah, and for whoever for, for for whoever wins, if you haven't read them, you are in for yeah. You're really in for. I mean, it's gonna it's good. They are. And if good. you have read them and you just yeah, gonna read flip them again. Them. Yeah, go go for it. Great art, well, great get. storytelling. <laughs> Daredevil goes through so much. I mean, he always goes through a lot, but yeah, yeah I really liked what Brian Michael Bendis did with Daredevil. Yeah, the storyline that I was just referring to is not included. It's never been collected in any. Oh, oh, oh! The one that you're saying is the issue that you didn't like. It five okay. issues. Oh, boy, five. Boy, oh, so we're try. talking about. Oh, so it's gonna be almost. It's gonna be like an entire podcast of you just being I, all grumpy. I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could be a whole season of podcasts of me being grumpy. Um, Let's stretch it out. Let's do one issue per episode. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We have a hat. We we literally have a hat. Yeah, it's got a. Uh, what is it? It's a. It's a Russian that's style. Win- hat. That's your winner hat, right? This is my that's winner hat. I was going through my wet weather gear because I was out in. Um, where was it? Not Pyru. Um, yeah, it was Pyru and Aguadolce and Palmdale filming oh. in the desert. It gets cold. Oh yeah, yeah. I got Dusty. stuck in oh. sand as well in my car, but that's a story for another day. 
So the the question, and everybody who's entered in the hat had to answer the question correctly. Yes. Which we should say the correct answer. The question was, when was Mike Murdoch's first appearance? And for those of you who don't know, Mike Murdoch is the best. best. It was Mm -hmm. when when Matt had to think really quickly and to protect his secret identity. Just got off a plane. He was jet lagged. Yeah, to protect his secret (laughs) identity. He came up with the persona, Mike Murdoch, who was his twin his identical twin brother who it was flamboyant character yes. who was who was daredevil i like how foggy was always like man i can't believe you never talked about yeah. him during college and all that stuff yeah. once again my what if if you just been if if honest. foggy would have known from the beginning he there would have... probably be no mike murdoch <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i don't know juggling mike murdoch he he would juggle. He'd often do things. He'd basically Matt would ruffle up his hair, put on a very loud tie, yeah, and juggle, yeah, and, juggle, and say, yeah. "Hey, I'm Mike Murdoch." Yeah, <laughs> everyone would go, "Wow, <laughs> we could check records, but why not? He's right here. We'll just believe yeah, him." Yeah, we believe. We've it. never seen the two of them together, but okay, <laughs> this guy's Daredevil, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it was a simpler time. Right. All right, I'm going through the hat, and I've pulled out a name. I'm going to add it to. All right, let's see. And the winner is. Uh, thank you for the drum roll. It is Richard T. Morales. Richard, yay! Congratulations, Richard T. Morales. Yes, thank you very much. That was me saying your name as one word. Richard T. Morales. Thank you. We will reach out. Uh, yeah, we'll get your address somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. So, thank you. And thank, thank you. you once again, everybody, for listening. Yeah. And now let's dive into the what ifs. What ifs? What if? Now, there was a bunch that Daredevil was in. Um, the first one that came up is a, a classic. Yeah, very classic storyline, and it asks the question: What if the the world knew that Daredevil is blind? And this issue was written in nineteen seventy eight. This is number eight. Number eight. So it's in the first year of the What If series. Mm -hmm. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and what's cool about this one, and and actually, this is um, kind of across the board. Almost all of these What Ifs, they do a little retelling of. uh, of uh, Daredevil's origin. Mm-hmm. The, some of it's over a couple of pages. Some of it's over just a panel or two. Yeah. But they do that, obviously, because they're trying to attract new fans and, and they feel like they need to go over it again. But what's neat about this particular one is this kind of retells the owl and Daredevil's first encounter. Yeah, it kind of retells the first... It, Five, yeah, four or five issues, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, the owl is the main, he's the main villain, but it does. It goes over from the beginning all the way through the owl. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about that is that, like, it's the same story told differently. A lot of the other what ifs are um, just completely new stories that are not retellings. Yeah. Um, but this one is actually a retelling, which is kind of, kind of fun, I thought. Yeah. And as Jamie had mentioned, mentioned the issue starts with um, the Watcher, as a lot of these issues do. It starts with the Watcher explaining to the reader, like, I'm the Watcher, I see everything that happens. I am Utu. I am Utu. And, um, you know, like kind of like the butterfly effect, one little thing changes and everything gets um, affected by it. Yeah. And um, so that's just kind of how the issue starts out. And it's cool, too. I don't know if you noticed this, but, well, I mean, I know you did. It, it's starting out with it retelling uh, Daredevil, you know, when he, when he first fought um, Electro mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, and we get to see Daredevil back in the yellow suit, yeah. which and is always to, fun. We get to see Electro's point of view of it, which is kind of fun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it brings up the whole, you know, he's... he. he 
decides that he's going to go and break into um, uh, the Fantastic Four building, Baxter building, mm-hmm. that's what it's called. And um, Yeah, it's the exact same kind of setup, but now yeah. you're right. It's coming from Electro instead of coming from uh, Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty cool. We should point out that this issue was written by Don Glutt. Yeah. And the artists uh, were Alan uh, Kuppenberg, Cooperberg, sorry, Cooperberg, yeah. and Jim Mooney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who uh, did um, a lot of the inking back in the day. I'm mm-hmm. trying to find the... I'm looking up the what if. What if Daredevil could see? Huh. They do a whole bunch of what ifs in the... F- There's an annual of what if um, that has a whole bunch um, or a collection. But anyway, keep, keep talking. I'm looking up something. Yeah, of course. So anyway, <laughs> so, um, you know... You can definitely go listen to our second podcast where we go over this, but um, it's it's the same idea. Daredevil ends up fighting Electro in the uh, Baxter building and ends up going outside, ends up going to a theater. And it's kind of neat because uh, it, it is the first thing that happens that's a little bit different um, is, well, okay, so the whole idea is Electro ends up figuring out that Daredevil is blind. Yeah. And he ends up, once he ends up being captured... As he's heading to prison, he ends up telling everybody, and then ends up coming out and becoming public. Yeah, and that's how everybody finds out that um, that Daredevil is indeed blind. Which how that ends up affecting him is it makes it so anytime Daredevil has to fight somebody else, specifically the Owl, which happens later in the issue, um, they know they now know better how to go against him because. They they use his senses. They they kind of work out how yeah, his like senses really are. really loud noises yeah. because they figure out that his senses are going to be heightened because of his blindness. That's yeah. the only way it's possible for him to do the things that he does while he's blind. But what I wanted to point out, what was kind of neat, was Electro. Um, uh, the fight between Electro and Daredevil go from the Baxter Building over to um, a theater, mm-hmm. and uh, while they're inside of the theater, uh, Daredevil ends up. Uh, landing in the middle of everybody and uh this has uh, just has kind of a funny little uh, funny cute little a little moment that i yeah. like there um so anyway so daredevil um a- as he's out swinging around looking for electro he runs into spider-man which is new mm-hmm. that is also new so yeah kind spider-man of, breaks in and, and yeah kind of helps because he's fighting electro and he is you know he's going through the whole thing again where the lights go out so he's got the advantage and then he finds one of ben Grimm's, um um, dumbbells or weight bars or, or something and he's about to use that and Electro's creeping up behind him and uh, I think that happens in the original story but then in this one Spider-Man bursts through the window and he says you know I was just about to defeat you and then they kind of team up and take mm-hmm. Electro out and that's the whole the discovery of the, the blindness and there's a there's a great bit at the end where Electro's being taken away and he says uh Hey, Daredevil, what color's my costume? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and that's how Daredevil's like, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah. So so Daredevil ends up uh um we, we it's kind of like a fat they do like a fast forward thing, but if you I don't know if you noticed this, but Daredevil ends up switching to red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, earlier. he switches. He switches to red earlier because um, Spider-Man points out that his costume is horrible. Right. Yeah. He says, you know, only <laughs> yeah. a blind man would would choose those mm-hmm. colors. And he's like, "What do you mean? This is a perfectly fine costume." He's yeah. Like, no, dude. Uh, yeah, and I thought that was kind of it was it was interesting. So right there, you have sort of you have a change. You have your first little change mm-hmm. because of Daredevil. Uh, history has been yeah. Er, history has been altered. Yeah. And uh, the owl, um, who's kind of the main focus of this. Um, ends up, you know, 
going in and uh, he's searching for lawyers, just the same thing as before. Yeah, he's, um, he's, more, he's, it, more, he's criminally more advanced, but he says, you know, I need a lawyer for something quickly and, yeah. and goes in. And uh, So Daredevil ends up swooping in, which I thought was kind of neat. And uh, ends up giving a, a beat down to his guys, but mm-hmm. um, but right then and there, the owl is prepared, and kind of like what I just mentioned, he has this hoot and hoot machine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the best and way it, to call it. Do you know it. the funniest thing about that machine? What's that? Is it's a recording of him hooting. He says, "Oh, oh he says here's a recording of me hooting." So the owl, these are my hoots, <laughs> right? So the owl ends up using this hooting machine, and uh, it starts hooting really loud, and. And then so Daredevil, you know, he puts his hands over his ears like, oh, you know, it's so loud. And then all the all of the owl's goons just mm-hmm. start get, just beating him up like crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Daredevil and Karen Page start a relationship much earlier yeah. because, you know, once it he she ends up putting two and two together. Right. Isn't that Pretty quickly. Is? Yeah. Yeah. She's the one that realizes, hey, like, you know, Daredevil's blind. You're blind. I put two and two together. So yeah. he's able to be more um, upfront and honest with her. And they have a great little uh, little relationship. And didn't they even have the moment? I can't remember. I think they had the moment where Foggy was like they kind of cut in and show Foggy was going to propose. He's about to come in and propose. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're dancing. And, and they're, they're the, dancing and yeah. everything. So so. This is another change. Obviously, they get together earlier, which mm-hmm. shows that if the world knew that Daredevil was blind, yeah. Daredevil gets to be happier earlier. Yeah, it really t- highlights the, the the in it, and this is kind of wild because in in a reality where so much uh, insane, super far out there stuff happens, the fact that someone is blind is still the the most, as far as they're concerned, the most incredible. Uh, secret identity. Mm-hmm. Everyone writes him off because he's blind. Everybody. Right, everybody there's did. no possible way he right. could do any of this stuff. Even though there's a guy over there that's made of rocks and there's a guy that can stick to walls. He's blind. There's absolutely no way he can do this. And I love that even like in the real story, they continue this where it's like, whenever someone suggests that Matt Murdock might be Daredevil, everyone's like, He's pretending to be blind. I know. <laughs> <laughs> There's never any other explanation. Yeah. People can read minds and walk through walls, but no, he's got to be pretending to be blind <laughs> because that's the only way that makes sense. Exactly. And and I, I, I'm kind of thumbing through the, mm-hmm. the 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 pages right now, and it's fun because I've forgotten. Even though I just reread this a little bit ago, I forgot. This covers so many issues. It covers it, a lot. It covers it, almost seven or maybe no, even more because it goes more. into the second it doesn't owl. Do, it doesn't do all of them, yeah. No. But it kind of... It, it almost goes to 12 because it go, he goes to uh, no, Lichtenbad. No, it goes even more than that. It does. Oh yeah, because it, he had, that's right. He goes to Lichtenbad yeah, to, to, to get his... Klaus. Yeah, he ends up getting his eyesight back mm-hmm. um, because now that Karen knows that Daredevil is Matt, yeah. it ends up changing his mind. I, you know, For those of you who who's listening from the beginning, you remember that daredevil um did not want to go there because yeah. he was afraid he was going to lose his senses lose his, his heightened senses and yeah. wouldn't be able to be daredevil anymore and he still has that worry but karen is able to be like no come on come on you can be daredevil even if you have your eyesight yeah and so he goes with goes through with it and he gets his eyesight back he gets his eyesight back he Which defeats klaus kruger he does he and saves the day with the cobalt bomb which yeah. you remember originally it was the doctor that was going to repair his eyes right was going to save him but he passes out and and Daredevil was able to go in. Matt's able to go in and take over and in, in, in uh, closing down the radioactive bomb. 
Right. And so what's cool is, is that after all this happens, mm-hmm. we have that moment again where we get the owl's second meeting with Daredevil. Yeah, he has his, uh, his uh, kangaroo court. Right. Trial. He has a kangaroo court. So I don't know if... Okay, so the same thing type of happens. Yeah. Uh, uh, same thing happens. Daredevil ends up saving the day, right? But in the first issue, Daredevil is on top of the airplane, on the, on the owl craft. The owl craft. And he's using his heightened senses to... Um, to glide it To into glide town. it into safety, And he right? detects that there's a bomb with his ear. Exactly. Yes. So... The exact same thing happens in this issue, and he is able to glide it to safety without his heightened senses. Yeah, just by being How is that cool. possible? He's just cool like He's that. He's so cool. Yeah. Can you imagine just being a normal human being who can have... Oh, you know, he's not normal. He's I know, heightened but, in but, every way, but, even but without still, the heightened senses. Uh, so he's able to save the day. And um, so at the very end of the issue... Yeah, this is a kind of nice it, denouement. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so he comes out, he, he reveals yeah. his secret identity to the world. He goes on stage and he says, just so you all know, I'm Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I'm Matt Murdock, the lawyer, and I've been Daredevil for a long time. And uh, I'm going to hang up my hood, my cow, mm-hmm. and lead a normal life. And then uh, the watcher, the watcher's like, cool. cool." And it, uh, he, get, he I think him and, it implies that him and Karen are going to get married mm-hmm. pretty quickly. He runs for DA. Yeah, he, and, and he, there's a shot of Foggy being all sad, like, dang like, it, well, I guess I could never run for DA. Yeah. <laughs> that Foggy says, uh, I don't get the girl, I don't even get to run for DA. Yeah. What, this is this reality. Is- there, yeah, there are like three <laughs> things I want to point out specifically about this issue. So number one is Foggy gets gypped big time. Yeah. So overall, mm-hmm. Daredevil, uh, the the world finds out that Daredevil is blind. Yeah. Uh, Foggy gets, uh, gets gypped big time. Be careful, uh, by the way. Oh, sorry, that's is, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to say that word. Yeah. Um, so so Daredevil ends up uh or or so, so Foggy, you know, Gets no good conned yeah, out of Yeah, no good for Foggy. Good, yeah. Uh secondly, Karen and Foggy get together sooner, which means Matt gets to be way 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 happier. And Karen and he gets to hang up the cow, which means that Karen gets to be happy because mm-hmm. the whole thing that was in the way of them being in a relationship was that she didn't like the fact that he was still being Daredevil because she was worried for him and now he's DA and she gets to have they get to have the good life. And he has his eyesight back. Mm-hmm. And since he has his eyesight back, he can now see Karen. Mm-hmm. And, he, you know, he, he's happy. He's a lawyer. Everything's good. Yeah. So really, the, 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 I guess the big you know, reality of the situation is, is that too bad that, you know, he should have just been up front at the beginning. If, if, Dar- if, if Daredevil they had found out that he was, blind, uh, he was the same person, the, then he would have had a happier life in, only in the first few years of Daredevil's existence. After that, it would have been... Well, Karen Page would have, you know, she would have never left. Yeah. She would have never pursued her acting career because she would have been happy with yeah. Matt. So she wouldn't have gotten to the drugs and the pornographic films and all that stuff. Yeah. That would have never happened. I like that Spider-Man swings by when he's walking arm in arm with Karen and he goes hey superhero and he's like well I'm just a just a lowly DA now <laughs> Spider-Man he's like no you'll always be a hero to me um, but yeah Foggy this this reality sucks for Foggy <laughs> it sucks so he's probably much. like a special <laughs> counsel or you know it's still pretty good but yeah <laughs> So that maybe, was the first maybe one. Maybe he still met Debbie as well. We don't know because they don't cover. Yeah, the, but you the know, the if he met Debbie, they well, would not the They, they would have stuck together in this one, and she would have treated him horribly, and he would have been so sad. He would I not. Think, he would I have think stayed. Debbie a, was a good person. She was just badly written. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. She she was like, woo. They changed her big time. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Um, there we go. 
There we go. So that that was the first what if. Um, which what if do you want to go over next, Jamie? Um, let's see what we have here. I have got a pile of them over here. There is there's a couple um, that I want to quickly go over, which um, uh, on the app I'm having trouble with my um, my thingy. Your Marvel Unlimited. In my Marvel Unlimited. It's been really uh, funky recently. But we have a couple, and um, one of them is um, I can't even find it here, but it's a story about. This is all from memory, so you're going to have to excuse me. Is, it in, this the, very is it in the first what if? I think it's in the first run of what ifs, and it covers um, what if uh, Matt Murdock could become a, an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I'm going to see if I, I can bring it up on the thing. But it's, uh, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, here it is. It's what if number 28. What if number 28, and the cool thing about it is that it has a creative team of a Mr. Uh, Frank Miller who does a lot of the, and Klaus Janssen. Frank Miller and Klaus Janssen um, do the art. And uh, Mike Barr and Frank Miller write it. Now, let me just go over this very quickly. The, the, the fun thing about these stories is that often you go, oh yeah, what if? And then the fact of the matter is most of these stories can't even fill a whole issue. They're very quick and they're very, they cover a lot of ground very quickly. But the, the gist of this story is that... Um, uh, uh, Nick, Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Thank you. <laughs> I was, I was I patch guy. Nick, Nick Cage. Nick, <laughs> Nick lawyer. Nick, Nick, Nick Fury discovers that um, David Hasselhoff. Is yes. that easier for you to remember? Exactly. Um, Nick Fury uh, discovers Matt Murdock a lot earlier. This is still while Battling Jack is still alive, and um, he gets tied up in this whole Hydra. Uh, Hydra are gonna get. Uh, oh, yeah, that one. That's really good. Yeah. Um, uh, Hydra are going to get Battling Jack. They're involved with the Fixer somehow um, from memory. And um, uh, what happens is that the they replace uh, Matt Murdock with a life model decoy. Always fun. When they Always do that. fun. Yeah. And he kind of, uh, Hydra, I think Hydra replaces him. Uh, Battling Jack gets kidnapped by Hydra. And Matt has gone over with Nick and has said like I'm gonna help you rescue your dad and they get together and Matt has all of the senses there because he's still you know he's still very well trained and even at a young age I think he's a teenager throughout the story Mm -hmm. and they get together and they save Battling Jack and uh, there's a great moment where a bunch of Hydra agents have surrounded Battling Jack and they call him an old man and he punches one of them and says, I can still fight, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So they get together. And then what happens is that um, uh, uh, Nick basically offers him a full-time job as as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And and Matt agrees and Battling Jack's still alive and Matt works for S.H.I.E.L.D. and says, I've got the perfect cover because no one's going to suspect me. Um, and that's where his life goes. He gets a, cu- a cool little yellow and purple costume, which is kind of horrible, actually. But. Yeah, but you know what? It's always fun when you get his... Like, that's one of the coolest parts about yeah. what ifs. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. So why not throw him in a different it, yeah. it, different outfit? If his life had these different circumstances, mm-hmm. these different things happened, um, it's going to affect everything. It's also going to affect his his uh, his taste in clothing, yeah. his yeah. style. He's so. still yellow in this one. That's the fun thing. Yeah. Um, so he gets to work for S.H.I.E.L.D., and he's a pretty good S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. He's got all of these amazing and skills and Nick Fury loves him and uh, and Battling Jack's still alive. Has he ever been a member of Shield? No, Foggy was almost a member of Shield. Yeah, I remember member. that. But I don't um, think, at least so far, nothing that we've read so far is he no, actually. No, he's never joined. He doesn't like joining groups. Yeah, yeah. He kind of uh, he, he's reluctant to to work with other people. Yeah, their smell gets to him. 
That's isn't it? Like when he gets arrested later on, way way later on, uh, one of the policemen's talking to to him, interrogating him, and he says, "Can you move away? You just ate a burger with onions." And <laughs> um, I imagine that's what he'd be like with all of the superheroes, right? Um, so yeah, that one. That's that's just a quick overview of that one. That was a fun mm-hmm. one. Um, but then uh, Frank Miller also did another one, um, which was uh, "What if Electra had lived." Um, so we're bumping way, way ahead in this storyline. Um, but it's it's still Frank Miller. It's still... I can't yeah, remember if it's see. the first... Uh, it, it must be the first series. Um, yeah, he was the writer, penciler. Mm-hmm. He pretty uh, much does everything in, in that one. I not to take away from... Uh, it's number 35, so it must be the second... Is it the first season? First well, series? Yeah, it's the first series. Yeah. yeah, and this is... I remember this cover when I was a kid, and I remember being like... Uh, Oh wow, yeah, I'm I'm totally into this one, um, but the, it's it's interesting because a lot of it is uh, reused artwork. Mm-hmm. So it starts where, where a bunch of these actually start in the same way, which is Matt Murdock in the the graveyard with U- Utu. I don't even know how you say his name, but Uta. We'll go with Utau, that. Utau, Utau, the Watcher, uh, standing while he's in the like he's standing in the rain and and moping at the grave sight of Electra and Utel's there and he's saying oh yes yes you're sad yes yes but what if what if and then we have a lot of reused images we jump all the way back to Electra in the cab with Foggy I know and they reuse that yeah I I love that moment yeah when she she lets him go yeah Mm -hmm. and then we have a moment where Slaughter there's one panel I think which is different Slaughter basically is talking to Kingpin and saying you know your chief assassin failed and uh, I've got a bunch of assassins that are getting antsy and he says, okay, well, if they can kill her, then the game is afoot. Uh, Matt's about to tell Foggy that he is Daredevil because Foggy runs to Matt and says, your ex-girlfriend tried to kill me. She's some kind of crazed uh, bounty hunter. I don't know what's going on. And uh, he decides that he's going to bring her in. Uh, Matt runs out and she's trying to leave the country she's about to get on a boat and she's attacked by a bunch of slaughter's men manages to fight them off keeps fighting keeps fighting there's a great fight sequence um that typical miller like no dialogue but lots mm-hmm. of fighting going across several split panels and uh she manages to get away but gets injured and she gets to matt's house the brownstone while he is uh, coming back from looking for her and uh, she's bleeding. She's on his bed and she's left a trail of blood. And he says, I'm going to take you in. I'm going to take you in to, to face trial. And she says, I will go to jail and I will be killed. I have a price on my head. Do you want me to die? And they get back together. They basically get back together. And then we jump a little bit forward and everyone's looking for Matt. Uh, Becky is on the phone saying, I don't know where he's gone. Foggy's I- saying he's vanished. And then he says, I'm going to go over and see. And he gets to the brownstone. And it's for sale. Yeah, I, I, it's it's such a good moment because it's it's one of those things where you feel like a superhero can finally be happy. Yeah. Because super superheroes can't be happy. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. Batman can't be happy. Superman, Daredevil can't be happy because there's always something that keeps them crime fighting. Because mm-hmm. if you really are happy, you're not going to go fight crime. You're going to enjoy your life. You're going to be happy. So they need to keep these darknesses inside yeah. of all Every the Every single one of them's tried to hang up the, the cowl and or they the cape can't at some because point. It, and, and it causes them to not be happy. Mm-hmm. Daredevil gets to be happy with Electra. Yeah. Now, what happens is that he sails up and they move to an island, pro- mm-hmm. probably a uh, uh, a nice Greek island out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or, and um, they go, they just basically have a happy life. And they, they, the Watcher even says at one point, you know, probably 
we don't know how long the happiness will last. They'll probably try and find her. She's she's being hunted down, but for now they're happy. They're together. Yeah. And then uh, Matt cries a little more because he's <laughs> at the gravesite in the real world. Yeah. But it's a fun. That one's a fun little one. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool because there's a lot of reused images, but it, it kind of feels like um, like they've just shuffled the deck and throwing yeah. them out in a new style. And yeah, you guys should check it out because it's a really short read too. It's, yeah. only, it's only like 12, 12 to 13 yeah. pages long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of these what-ifs are multiple stories that are combined together. Yeah, most of them ca- contain like two or three yeah. stories. Um, speaking of ones that contain two or three stories, the next one that uh, we'll quickly go over. And again, you know, we're kind of rushing through these partly because we often talk far too much and mm-hmm. this will probably be nice for people to have just a quick overview. Um, but the but also these what if stories are are short, like you said, they are short. Yeah, yeah. So this one is from what if number thirty eight. Same same run of what ifs, mm-hmm. and it is uh, it's a funky little story. It's a really uh, the main story is. I mean, the, the funny one about this cover is that it doesn't even tell you what the what ifs are. The what ifs aren't even featured. Yeah, it just it's says just, what if featuring, yeah, featuring Daredevil yeah. and featuring Captain America. Yeah. So the the what ifs are what if Sharon Carter had not died with Captain America, and uh, what if uh, I, d- I don't even know what one. There's another one that is just like a the, random. What well, if there's the it. Vision in Wanda one, right? Yeah. Which yeah, I'm, yeah. Is, oh, it's Jocasta, isn't it? When Jocasta, the robot, gives up her life. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then this 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 is great. This is set in the the far flung future. Of 2013, guys. Daredevil <laughs> 2013. Daredevil 2013. It's 30 years in the future, and the Black Widow has uh, she's led a successful Russian revolution, and is the president of the new Russian Republic. Um, and she's visiting the United Nations to meet with Vice President Foggy Nelson, and he's a domestic affairs advisor, Matt Murdock. Um, and it's. It's kind of a fun story. It's the the creative team are um, it's Alan uh, Kupperberg doing pretty much everything. Artist, mm-hmm. colorist, and letterer. Uh, Ralph Macchio is the editor. I can't remember when he takes over as the editor of the main book, but this must be one of his earlier runs at Daredevil. Um, we see it's kind of a it's it's kind of a fun future where Foggy is bald and <laughs> i really like the way that they drew matt murdoch though. matt murdoch it looks it, like he's bald in as well yeah no he is he's balding he's got he's got the receding hairline yeah. you know he's got he's got like widow's a widow's peak, peak thing going on, he's yeah. got the widow's peak and yeah. but he he looks so menacing yeah he has like a real batman vibe like yeah that. super batman like mm-hmm. and he switched to you know kind of a like a more slender white cane and he just looks like Somebody you wouldn't want to mess with. Yeah, and the whole story is that that um, that Natasha Romanoff is coming from Russia to talk, and she's going to the UN, and there's all these like weird sleeper agents, and they attack. Um, they kind of, they look like like little uh, like ninjas, but in fashionable outfits. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt senses them, and it's kind of it's funny because it's like of all the people to attack, it's like. You have the former Black Widow, and you have Matt's there, uh, Matt Murdock's there. They look like. Do you remember there was a DC series called The Weird? No, I don't remember that. Okay, it's a really fun series, and I highly recommend people going out and looking for it. It's a very sweet story, and it's beautiful artwork. Um, these the the villains in this look like the Weird because they're they're kind of slumbering, weird eyes and the, the masks that cover most of their face except for their eyes. Um, Matt 
instinctively wore the Daredevil costume under his uh, mm-hmm. civvies for the first time in, in years. Yeah, so but, he's you, know, able to join but in. you know what, though? For the first time in years, he's pretty darn in shape and he's pretty good at his little acrobatics because, yeah. uh, you know, he's he's able to, you know, kick some butt. Yeah, him and him and Natasha get together and they fight off these uh, attempted this this attempted assassination. Mm-hmm. They get up to the roof and who's waiting up there? There's a helicopter that lands containing Wilson Fisk. And is, he uh, he's he's he had hair. It would be receding as well. I know. He's kind well, of they gave older. they they gave him uh, what was it? Those really big gray eyebrows. He has the big eyebrows. The yeah, big gray the, eyebrows. Uh, yeah, because it's hard Hemmings. to draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everybody looks really cool in their. It's, old, in it's their, a really it, fun in their 2013 outfits yeah. or their uh, the way they look. This 20, is, the 20 the, the, the farthest 2013. from 2013s. Well, I mean, think about it. Uh, 2013. I mean, me and Jamie, we argue about Matt's age. So let's just for the sake of it, let's just say he's 30, yeah. just for the sake of it, just because. Yeah, back in 80, 85. 80, yeah, 85. 85. Yeah. So this takes place in or no 83. Yeah, it's like 30 years. 30 years in the future, so he's 60 years old. Yeah. So to have like a 60-year-old guy yeah. dressed up super muscular in, in, in a spandex and fighting crime, and Black Widow looks amazing too. Yeah, they both hold their own. Um, their, their wrinkles are, are fine. What happens is that they get into this fight with uh, with the kingpin, kingpin on the roof, and he he they're, they're hitting him. He manages to smack Natasha in the face with his cane and break breaks his cane, which takes her down. Um, Matt bounces into his belly a few times and mm-hmm. says, you know, you're still a sicko. And uh, he, he lunges for Matt. And then like a, he, like, it, a it, like a flying squirrel. He just jumps <laughs> up. He just <laughs> falls off the roof. I know. Uh, which is like, good because it's keeping in. Many a daredevil villain has fallen off of a roof while that's fighting true. him. It's, so it's a great it's little so time. And he just kind of glides down and splats to the ground and uh and he says you know it's cool um it's a rebirth it's a rebirth and it's time for me to move on um it's time for me matthew murdoch to be truly happy because the whole point of the story is that matt is just grumpy all the way mm-hmm. through it except for at the end where he gets to put on his costume and fight the kingpin to the death mm-hmm. so um it's a, it's a fun, yeah. I, it's good, and I really like the artwork. Um, and speaking of fighting the kingpin to the death, it brings us nicely in a segue. Yes, yes, to we've our got. Next. Uh, uh, there are two what ifs that are um, the second series, right? Yes, and they are. You know, we just talked about Born Again, so yeah. let's do the two Born Again ones first. Yeah, and uh, the, these take place in the world of the Born Again uh, timeline. Like, yes, like they do, right smack dab in the middle. And the yeah. first one we'll go over is um, what if Daredevil killed the kingpin yeah this is from uh what if uh volume two issue two yeah and i just want to point out uh, when you open the front cover uh and you take a look at that ad there's an ad for this <laughs> yes there's an ad for yeah it. there's an ad for the very first teenage mutant ninja turtle video uh, game on it, regular it's nintendo Super it's a regular the nintendo. regular nintendo yeah. one i loved this game growing up so i just wanted to give a shout out to that because yeah. when i saw that ad i got so excited i've seen this ad so many times but it just brought up all the good funny fuzzy feelings inside mm-hmm. you know um, it's the one where Raphael's coming out into into your home, like yeah, out, of the out of the sewer, which is weird that you'd have a sewer. Yeah, in your house, in but you never know. Maybe it's New York. Who knows? We'll yeah, see. yeah, New York's um, crowded. Um, this issue is uh, it starts with a couple of pages that have a kind of mixture of uh, David Metzuchelli yeah. artwork, uh-huh. and then artwork I, from the story artist who is yeah, uh, Greg Capullo. Greg Capullo, and, a young Greg Capullo. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a big fan of his. Uh-huh. Uh, I, you know, obviously, you know, people like him for his Spawn, and and I really like. Uh, 
his uh, his Batman run that he's mm-hmm. been doing with Scott Snyder for yeah. for a long time. But um, yeah, it yeah, feels no, like the first page is David Masicelli, and then the second one looks like it's a mixture it's a mixture. Yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting to do that. You know, yeah, to, to just not have uh, Greg just you know redraw it. Yeah, he may have, but it just looks like I don't know. That it famous like, image of Daredevil saying, "Let's talk about Matt Murdock." Yeah, looks so much I, like David Masicelli. I think it's the same. Yeah. Although the mouth looks different, I think it might be Greg Capullo. You think, I think so? Yeah, you I think, think he just at redid the mouth, it. I think he redid it. I think he redid it. I think this is all Greg. Good work, Greg. Yeah, good work, Greg. You, you tricked us. So what happens, if you remember, there's the story uh, in Born Again, there's the moment where Matt finally gets out of the hotel room mm-hmm. um, after trying and Oh my gosh, that was such an awesome moment, yeah. yeah. You, you remember, he keeps he keeps he, thinking he's he, left, but then yeah, he has it, and he's tired yeah. and he's on the bed. Ah, that was so good. And he decides that he's going to go mm-hmm. and fight the Kingpin one last time. Which he did in the comics, Which and, he in the and, comic. and he lost horribly. He gets beaten badly. But this one is a little bit different, and this yeah. Kind of ties in with the title. What if Daredevil k- killed the Kingpin? Yeah. So he actually, as he's heading up to see the Kingpin, you remember he, br- he passes by the yeah, secretary. And yeah. he says he's been expecting you, Mister Murdoch. Uh huh. Nice little touch. And then uh, he ends up brushing past a guard, and while he brushes past a guard, yeah. he steals the guard's gun. Yeah. And the guard has no idea of this, so he goes in and sees the Kingpin. And as you know, what happened in the actual story. Um, uh, he got this the crap beat out of him by yeah, Kingpin. Yeah, he manages to hit Kingpin across the bridge of the nose with his cane, cane once but then, and then yeah. game over. But this case, it's a little bit different. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because uh, when Daredevil pulls out the gun, they show uh, Kingpin's heartbeat. Yeah. And, you know, Kingpin is one of those people that is so, he is so in control, especially mm-hmm. in this moment in the comic book. Yeah. He obviously loses control later with Nuke and everything. Yeah. But with this one, like, at any point, this is the this is the the point where um, Kingpin is more in control than probably he's ever been in control in his life of, of everything. Yeah, at least in my opinion. Yeah, and his heartbeat shows when Matt has the gun. It spikes a little bit. And it spikes, and and it really surprised me because I felt like it would not spike yeah. because at no point I don't feel like the Kingpin ever feels like his life is in danger because he believes he knows everybody so well. Yeah. He knows there's absolutely no way Matt can pull the trigger because of a million things that I, I laid out. Yeah, you know, because he, he's got it all worked out. And he but, even says, Murdoch, don't be <clears throat> stupid. Just give me the gun. But at this point, he says, hand it to me. He didn't me. expect this to happen. Yeah. And that's probably why it jumped. And it kind of freaked me out a little bit. I was like, whoa. Yeah. That's kind of weird. And then on the very next page, Matt literally doesn't even waste time. Boom, just shoots yeah, him and kills shoots him. him. Shoots him mm-hmm. in the head. It's a headshot. He so, kills him. So let me ask you, Jamie, when you read this, were you, um, for the first time, I don't know if you'd already read this issue before, um, but I had never read it before. Were you thinking, like I was trying it in my head before I continued reading, I wanted to think what would actually happen mm-hmm. and then see if I was wrong. And I, w- and I was horribly wrong. Yeah, it's a, it's it, a it really, ended up turning out way different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's some smart writing. It's uh, Danny uh, Fingeroff is the writer, mm-hmm. and he he stays. You remember at this stage, uh, Matt is in like a deep psychosis. He's, yeah. he's he's losing touch with reality completely, mm-hmm. and rather than just having this like cathartic end to everything, he stays in that place. Exactly. I thought what would have happened was after he ended up killing him, I thought he would have entered a world of darkness yeah. and would have gotten his confidence back, but then he would have became not evil necessarily, yeah. but he would have just became super dark, almost turned into the Punisher in, in, yeah. in a way. But it was way different. Matt feels like from the get-go, from here all the way to the very end, yeah. Matt feels 
terrible in this issue. It's, he it's feels like guilt kicks in. Massively. It kicks in yeah. big time, and it, and it causes him to go crazy. Yeah. There there are times in this issue where like he's talking to bums on the street. He confesses and, to a bum, and, and he imagines him he, as, as the death sergeant. Exactly, yeah, and he just goes cuckoo for cocoa puffs. And it's <laughs> and it's not only his life that is affected negatively by the killing as well. We find out because he he ended up um um killing him. Uh, Karen Page ends up dying, um, ends up getting getting caught by um, uh, uh, that horrible man, the, Julio. The, yeah, Julio ends up yeah killing him. She's she's at the you remember she was at the church. She was left at the church with Maggie, with Maggie to uh-huh. uh, go cold turkey while he mm-hmm. went out and and oh she she was looking for help and um, yeah Julio finds a right and ends up killing her. So that is obviously the the first parts mm-hmm. that bad yeah. the first bad part and then um a, a couple other things so spider-man it plays a big role in this issue yeah and what's really cool is the hobgoblin ends, the hobgoblin, up, ends yeah. up becoming like the main villain which is really neat because why did they throw in the hobgoblin yeah this is this is kind of interesting because if you're just reading the daredevil story this mm-hmm. is a whole side storyline that you wouldn't know we're going to touch on this in a couple of episodes but there's a whole spider-man storyline called gang war that's going on at mm-hmm. the same time and in that storyline, we uh, introduce, I don't know if Rose. we introduced, but Rose is, mm-hmm. is a, a character that is working with the Hobgoblin. Yeah. Um, in the Spider-Man world, what's happened is the Hobgoblin, they've revealed that the Hobgoblin is Flash Thompson. He's on mm-hmm. the run, but it's not Flash Thompson. Um, we later find out that it's like five other people pretending to be him and it's all, it gets very complicated. <laughs> um, but Rose is this character that in the absence of the Kingpin in their timeline, Kingpin has left to go to Europe because mm-hmm. um, Vanessa which again, we're covering a future right. storyline um, in a future podcast. The uh, Rose is kind of all of the lieutenants, the Kingpin's lieutenants, who are just like the the lower end uh, crooks like Hammerhead and um, uh, Rose and, and the Hobgoblin working with him are trying to move in on his territory. And there's this fight that's been brewing while the Kingpin's absent. Um, but this storyline kind of speeds that up because mm-hmm. Rose and Hobgoblin step in because the Kingpin's now dead and they decide that they're going to take over. Rose is... Is the Kingpin's son. Kingpin's son, Richard Fisk, who right. we haven't really uh, encountered. We haven't talked... Yeah, we have not encountered him No, yet. he doesn't come no. up in, in Daredevil at all except for much, 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 much later in Volume 2. No, I think he has a little appearance in an issue... He does. The Rose does, but we don't know who he is. I could oh, be. I could be wrong. Maybe. I don't I, remember seeing him. I know that um, that Richard comes up later, but um, uh, oh, you know, I'm thinking of another what if. Oh, okay. There's another what if we're going to yeah, cover he pops today. Up a couple of times. We're, we're, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and That's so is, Rose, Rose, uh, the son is like this in the Spider-Man story where, where Kingpin was originally a villain. Um, Rose is like the the disappointing son who mm-hmm. um, who doesn't get his hands dirty and tries to keep his, himself clean, but does commit crimes on a low level. Uh, the kingpin kind of ignores him because he hasn't really encroached on anything. Um, what we see now is that it kind of hyper it speeds up the process of yeah. turning him into a, a real <coughs> villain, and he decides that he's going to get revenge because his father's been killed, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't have this great relationship with his father. So he's an incredible shot. He decides he's going to go and find out where Daredevil is. Daredevil still or Matt is still running around confused and seeing 
demons and goblins yeah. attacking him. He has a cool little fight with the Punisher. He encounters the Punisher, yeah. and the Punisher kind of says, you know, well, I, I, I like, always... He, no, he, it's awesome. Hey, I'm proud of you, buddy. Yeah, he it's says, like, good work, you, finally, you, you got it. You did great. You yeah. figured out, you killed the, ping, you worked the it kingpin, out. yeah. Great work. And he's like, no, 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 this is this is wrong. You've got to you've got to kill me. you got to... I'm, I'm guilty. I'm yeah, terrible. It gets so crazy. And y- the Punisher's like, like, no. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt actually goes so crazy that he feels like the only way he can save himself is by dying. Yeah, he decides he that someone's got to so pass judgment on him. Exactly, and the, and it has to be a death sentence. Yeah, and so what happens is the Punisher's trying to, to calm him down. Spider-Man gets involved. Uh, Matt sees Spider-Man as a literal spider. He escapes. Um, everyone gets kind of confused. There's smoke, there's gunfire, there's bolos flying around. And Matt gets away. Uh, it's just yeah. Punisher gets away. Spider Man's just like, well, that didn't go very well. It's great because the whole time Matt is, you know, he's he's not dressed as Daredevil. He's dressed yeah. as Matt Murdock, and he's he's hallucinating and, and all this stuff. And he sees Spider Man as this big gigantic spider. Yeah. And it's it's just really cool imagery, and the artwork's great in it too. I thought Greg Capullo did a great job. On yeah, the he does. He does a really great job. Um, it's. It, it's Paolo, not Julio. I'm sorry. Oh, Paolo. Sorry, yeah, all the yeah. Julios out there. Yeah. I didn't mean to. Yeah, Paolo, Paolo ends up fine. killing yeah, we Karen. See and Karen gets killed. So at the, what kind of happens at the end is, is that we get a, a, a confrontation between Hobgoblin, yeah. who ends up separating from Rose because he didn't feel like Rose was doing enough to stepping yeah. in when Kingpin died. So we kind of get the final showdown. We get Al- and Alfredo and, and Rose. Alfredo is his yeah. right-hand man. He's mm-hmm. like his tech guru and and he's a fun character he comes up more in the other thing and what happens is that he says you know i'm going to go find matt murdoch and i'm going to kill him and while he's talking about this there's a knock at the door and it's matt murdoch yeah because rose feels like that is the way that he can kind of honor his father he's like i Mm -hmm. don't know if it's the right thing i'm supposed to do i didn't have a great relationship with my dad but by killing matt i am at least ending it and and there's nothing else i could have done yeah to kind of you know yeah it ends here exactly it ends here but what happens is that matt arrives at Richard's house, mm-hmm. LaRose, comes in and confesses and says, yeah, it, you know, I did it. I'm I'm guilty yeah. and I, I need judgment from you. You have to decide what Which you're going to do. I was interested about, like, how did Matt know about about him? He knows about everything. Rose. He knows enough I guess. about Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm sure he's got a file. Because we haven't talked about it yet. We never yeah. talked about Kingpin having a son. Yeah. Anyways, that, that's just a little small little point. But so so then what happens is that while he's in there and and and, and, um, and Richard is deciding that th- that's you know, when maybe, the hobgoblin yeah, ends he up. thinks you know maybe mm-hmm. I don't need to kill this guy. He's he's suffering and this is maybe the way to make this end is to just have my dad be dead and let this guy right. go. And, and then, then yeah, ho- the hobgoblin, hobgoblin shows up and ruins everything, and, and we get starts, an awesome fight sequence. It's, it's excellent. It's great. Th- there's artwork. There, there's so much dodging bullets, dodging uh, whatever the 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 crud that uh, hobgoblin shoots out of his yeah. thing. He has a little so, finger zapper, doesn't he? So wh- how this fight ends up ending? Well, first off, there's a cool moment where uh, Matt ends up hiding underneath, uh, or not Matt, um, yeah, Rose. Uh, Richard ends yeah. up hiding underneath a, a table. Yeah, it's a really it cool a, little uh, the way it's drawn. But and he has a gun hidden under the table. Yeah, so he lifts up the table as a shield and he pulls takes the gun, the gun out and, and shoots him. So yeah. so Hobgoblin ends up grabbing one of his um, one of those 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 pumpkin, pumpkin bombs. He grabs a mm-hmm. pumpkin bomb and he, he calls thro- them goblin grenades. Goblin grenades yeah. and he throws it and when he throws it, it ends up getting ricocheted and ends up catching on one of the one of the like sharp pieces of his glider. Yeah, it I think up- doesn't doesn't Matt get involved somehow? He kind of grabs it and throw or grabs hold of him. 
and I mean, stops I, him from he, he stops him from getting the the grenade off of the glider. Yeah, so 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 Matt jumps on the glider. Um, Hobgoblin's like, "No, get off of me, you idiot! You, you got to leave, or else we're gonna die because we're gonna explode because the bomb yeah. is right next to us." And then we have a. This big, is this is great. The Hobgoblin says, "Get off! Do you want me to die?" And Matt says, "There'll be no more dying." And then kapoom! And they both die. <laughs> There's a big kapoom, and then Matt ends up dying. And at this moment, yeah. I really like this part. This is cool. So, so um, Rose, um, Richard, um, ends up coming and uh, like you know seeing the dead body of Matt, and, and he's like, you know what? I know he killed my father, but I can kind of see what this guy was dealing mm-hmm. with. And Daredevil is not a tarnished super, or or Daredevil is not the person that killed my dad. No, it was Matt Murdock, and Daredevil is. A symbol for good. So the devil's needed. He's needed. So maybe I can do something good with my life now, mm-hmm. and I can continue the mantle of Daredevil. So he gets into Daredevil's outfit yeah. and ends up fighting crime. He fights crime and and uh, and becomes a new Daredevil. Yeah, and Alfredo designs the the mask to recreate the <laughs> the radar. Exactly. I, that was so cool. Yeah. yeah. So they it, that is so neat. So he gets to completely recreate the character. Yeah. So there you go, Richard Fisk. This was Daredevil. a fun one. I, I like this one. Yeah. But, but like I said, Jamie, from the beginning when I read it, I was like, man, this is nothing like how I thought it would be <laughs> when he killed. So let's do the, since we're talking about Born Again, let's jump into the one with Nuke. Yeah. This is the also takes place smack dab in the middle of Born Again. Smack I just got to yeah, pop it up real quick. This one is issue 49 of uh, volume two or whatever. And I think it's still volume two. It might be volume three by now. It's so confusing. No, it's second volume, volume two. Issue 48. Volume two, Daredevil. What if Daredevil had saved Nuke from the pages of Born Again? They really like to right. to to keep it, let people know that it's connected to that storyline. This, this one also has some fun art, and this is from yeah. a different artist. This is from um, Kevin Kobasic, uh-huh. um, and then the inker was Andrew uh, Papoy, I think. Uh-huh. Written by uh, Ron Mars. Ron Mars, yeah, and it, it's. This issue was not as good as the other one in my mind, but it had a lot of fun little moments in it. This one kind of splutters along. It's, yeah. It's, the gist of it is um, it's not really Utu. Yeah. Utu's watching. I know. But it's I was, Ben Uric. It's Ben Uric. I mm-hmm. thought that was so awesome. Why not have Ben Uric write a what-if story? Yeah, he's and that's writing the, a story about what if this had happened yeah, differently. Yeah, he is, is. Exactly. So yeah. this is not an actual change. This is just a what he thinks would happen. Yeah, so you remember Nuke is in the cab. Um, Daredevil has grabbed the cab, put Nuke in it, and is driving along. Nuke has been shot in the chest and is bleeding out. And in the original story, he takes him to the Daily Bugle and lands him on the desk, and that's what kind of unravels uh, the kingpin for a while, gets this, tied up in a load of but stuff. But in this story, he takes Nuke over to the hospital. He takes him to the hospital. And uh, the nurses and every the doctors and everybody, they're able to keep him alive. They keep him alive long and enough, but then he's... There's, an, a, there's an assassination attempt yeah. where kingpin needs... He, you know, he wants to finish what was started. Or mm-hmm. not, you know, he didn't he, he didn't want to finish what was started. He wanted to he eliminate... Wanted to yeah, remove any contingency or yeah, remove or any connection to connection to, to, to Nuke. Yeah. So what happens is that Daredevil realizes that Nuke is not going to be safe, so he takes him and yeah. goes on goes on. He, he takes him in hiding. He, and, and where does he take him? He takes him to his new house. In his house, with, his new house with, in Hell's Kitchen with Karen. With Karen and mm-hmm. Karen, the whole time is like, um, why do you have this killer who just killed all these people? Yeah, this guy destroyed ten blocks yeah. of Hell's Kitchen. Th- this is one of those moral things that. Uh, that people talk about, you know, should superheroes kill, yeah. should superheroes not kill. This is an instance where it's like, Daredevil, you're bringing this known killer uh. into your house with with Karen. And it's like, 
And he says, you know, I, he almost says decision. I can vouch for him. And he's like, she, Karen says, he, he might not even remember that you say them. You realize <laughs> that. Know. He might wake up and just start killing But I again. can't let him die. I've got to save I've him. got to do it. I've got to save him. So um, <laughs> so Kingpin is is in full, like, desperation mode. And yeah. he spends a fortune on getting Bullseye. I, I love this moment. And I, Bullseye is so sassy. Oh, he's so sassy. He gets taken he, and, and Kingpin he, gives this big speech about like, you know, I don't want any of this. I don't want any of this. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He takes off, uh, yeah, he takes off uh, Bullseye's mask and, 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 and gets him out of the, um, he was strapped into this, yeah. whatever whatever those things are called. Were it's vill- kind of like the, uh, like the, uh, Hannibal, uh, Hannibal Lecter. Lecter. Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but yeah. so he's strapped up in that and then a muzzle and everything. And then Kingpin makes a uh, note. He's like, hmm, he's like, I see that you've kept yourself in physical perfection. Yeah. And says, uh, I do what I can. And he says, can I, can I wear my costume? And Dar- and Kingpin's like, I was thinking you were going to wear that. So I, I had it tailored, tailored specifically to your body mm-hmm. size. And then uh, <laughs> he says, I need you to go to Hell's Kitchen and take care of this crazy guy with the flag. I do like, there's a nice little touch while this is going on, while um, uh, Bullseye's being brought in, they're taking down all of the decorations that they had up for when Nuke was in the office and he was trying to convince him that he was a super patriot. Yes, I know. So you see like, there's, there's the flags are being taken down and there's a yeah. whole you know, Desert Storm and Bunker Hill, <laughs> all these like little motifs <laughs> yeah. that are up there about how great a soldier and a, a, a patriot, the kingpin is. So we already mentioned how Karen was not happy that she's uh, not happy. She's not happy that she's so unhappy. She goes grocery. She shopping. goes grocery shopping, and while she goes grocery shopping, uh, which I was a little confused about this. So Bullseye ends up going. Oh, never mind. Kingpin told Bullseye that Daredevil had a blonde girlfriend in yeah. this area. So a Bullseye shows up, sees Karen, kidnaps Karen. Yeah. So Matt is just chilling at his house. You know, with Nuke. He's getting suspicious. Yeah, he's like, uh, so uh, Karen's not back with the eggs yet, so uh, what, what are we going to yeah, do? I need so, some oranges. So he heads outside. I really like the artwork in this. It's different, but, you know, th- this is, um, it's a lot of large panels with large images of Daredevil. Yeah. We're kind of getting away from little small images. Yeah. These are like really big, big, mm-hmm. big images from really different angles. It's kind of cool. So yeah. anyway, so Daredevil goes out. He realizes something must be up. He runs into Bullseye. Bullseye mm-hmm. is like, yep, I kidnapped her. And then Daredevil's like, I'm going to kill you. And then Bullseye's like, well, if you kill me, you're never going to find out where she is. I'm the only person that knows. You're not going to find out she's going to die. So he's like, yeah, I guess I got I to gotta play ball for now. So the fight ends up going you know, off the building and everything. And then... Uh, yeah, he says Kingpin's got. I know Kingpin's got. And then in, in the middle of fighting, who ends up showing up? But Mister Nuke. Well, no. What happens is that Bullseye gets away, and he says, uh, "He says, don't blame me. I'm just a messenger." And Matt goes back to the building, and Nuke is up, and and he says, "Look, I got oh, you that's out. Right. You're, you're right. I got yeah, you yeah. out." And he says, yeah. "How are the boys?" And he says, "The boys are fine." But they've got one of our girls, and he's like, "Our girls, our girls." Isn't give me f- a red, give me a red, and he's like, "We don't have time for that, but we do need to go and attack this man. He's a traitor. He said he was a patriot, and he's a liar. And he said, where is he?'" And then Dedo has a moment where he's like, "I can't tell you, but it's a little bit of a, a cheeky." Well, it, it's it's Daredevil doing. He's brainwashing Nuke. He's, yeah, to he's completely use, using to it. use Nuke as a weapon. He says, "Your fight's over. I'm getting you out. You can't be on the front lines. This is my mission." Matt goes to Kingpin to Fisk Towers, um, burst in. Bullseye's holding Karen with a knife to her throat. Kingpin's like, "You're an idiot for coming here. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to kill everybody." And then Bullseye shows up, and, and, then, and uh, Nuke shows up. Nuke smashes through the window and calls him a traitor. Well, that's where Bullseye's there too. And the, the, no, Bullseye's the, there he? with Karen from the get go. 
is her, again that's uh, Kingpin says kill Karen. Oh, and that's right, when right, Nuke right, smashes right, right. through. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, Bullseye and Daredevil fight, um, but then Nuke snaps Bullseye's neck, mm-hmm. and there's this, there's this one panel where like, you killed him, you broke his neck to save me, and Nuke's like, yeah, be a good good soldier and get out of here. I've got to take care of this this guy. Mm-hmm. He says get the get the get our girl behind the lines. I have to see the man, and he uh, Kingpin tries to shoot Nuke. And Nuke stabs him through the heart with a flagpole. And uh, they both, again, uh, uh, Kingpin keeps firing this gun and Nuke falls out of a window, uh, dies I in a very symbolic way of and, crashing and to the And Kingpin's fine. I don't, think, I don't think he was hurt too bad by the Oh, flagpole. no, I don't think he got stabbed too yeah. hard. But he's Kingpin. No. He's probably got, like, you know, his, his shoulder, his shirt got ripped or something. Yeah. Um, but that, that opens up the whole legal stuff, which is what brings the Kingpin down. And that's the... That's where it all fall, goes wrong for him, and then it and shows. Our, uh, ben is like, you ben know what? Like, but, yeah. but I don't write puff pieces like this. I don't this, write you fiction. Know? I don't write fiction. I only write real stories. So I'm he, a... so he ends up, even though he took all the time to write, even it, though he has been away, he from wasn't home. just thinking it. He yeah. ends up uh, lighting one of his signature cigarettes and burns it to ashes. He his does story. that thing where he sets fire to a story that he's just done that yeah. outs Matt and. Uh, let, yeah. let, let's do the what if the Punisher had killed Daredevil. Yeah, now we're going to jump ahead. This is a very short, quick one, but it has, uh, it's got some fun stuff in it. Um, it's, I say it's short because Daredevil only lasts for a page yeah. and a half, I think. Um, this is number 26 from, uh, I don't even know what volume it is anymore. We got it's Kurt uh, Busiek, the writer. Kurt Busiek, yeah. And Luke I was McDonald's asking, I actually artist. asked him on Twitter if he's ever written Daredevil. And uh, he said, I think I have a couple of times. And I said, oh, yeah, there's the, that one thing where you get to write. Um, I don't even think he speaks in it, but he did write him. But basically what happens is that it's, uh, what if the Punisher kid, Daredevil, page three, the Punisher kills Daredevil, mm-hmm. shoots him in the hip. He falls off the roof. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of it. Um, but what's re- but what I, what I do want to say with this one is that, this is a Punisher story yeah. more than a Daredevil story, but yeah. but this one event triggered a whole bunch of things that happened, and this showed how awesome Punisher is. The yeah. Punisher is able to stop all these people that are coming after him because he killed Everybody's Daredevil. Everybody's going for him. All Everyone's of the superheroes going for are like, him. we're taking you Exactly, down and the Punisher is able to outsmart everybody. If you like the Punisher, read mm-hmm. this comic book because it's really cool, and Spider-Man is the one that's affected the most. He gets Sp- hospitalized. He does. Spider-Man is like, how could you do that? How could you do that? Like how and 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 Punisher's like, look, there's casualties in war. It is yeah. what it is. I would never kill him on purpose. It was uh-huh. an accident, and that's not good enough for, for Spider-Man. And and Pun and Punisher's able to uh, beat him. And then and then when he puts uh, Spider-Man into the hospital, mm-hmm. that's when it triggers another effect. So everything ends up coming back to Punisher accidentally killing um, Darede- yeah. uh, killing Daredevil. Yeah. Um. The uh the Silvermane family rockets. Uh, is it May Parker's house? They blow up someone's yep. house. Yep. Yeah. And, and yep. So he's gone. They, and then Spider-Man ends up waking up and ends up going back after Punisher mm-hmm. again. Um, the, the the government basically says, don't get involved to the Avengers and the Fantastic Four. I know. And, and they're like, well, the government said that, so we better just Knox. forget. We should just forget about it. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, um, but Cloak and Dagger pop up because they don't really follow what the government says. And they, take, they try to take out the Punisher, but... He outsmarts him. And the one good thing that happens at the very end is there's an explosion because uh, 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 Punisher ended up doing this thing to trap Kingpin. Yeah. And... uh, 
He gets he, he traps the kingpin yeah, he traps and someone the else and somebody it? I can't remember but w- it's w- like a dirty mayor or something. It's the guy the the government guy that's yeah. been telling all the superheroes to back off. And at the very end, he ends up killing Kingpin by blowing him up. Yeah, he delivered a package that he was not disarmed. Spider Man. Yeah, and and, and uh, so Punisher kill, killing spree conti- comes to a tragic end because Punisher actually dies in the uh, yeah. What it is is there's a there was a bomb that was sent to punish uh, to yeah. Kingpin. And then uh, the Punisher ends up uh, getting trapped in the mix, but then the package arrives and and they end up blowing up and everybody dies. Yeah. So the so the one good thing that came out of this mm-hmm. is that Kingpin is dead. Kingpin's dead. Yeah. Kingpin's dead. Everyone's dead. Punisher's dead. Couldn't tell if Spider Man was dead or not. Yeah. But that's what happens when you kill Daredevil. Yeah. That was that. This is a Punisher issue. Yeah. P- Punisher like. He kicks some tail on this one. So if you, like, if you like the P-Man, you need to uh, you need to check that one out. Yeah. All right. We're going to quickly cover... Which one should we do now? second series again. Uh, issue 73, which is What If the Kingpin Owned Daredevil? This oh, is yeah. another one that features this, Richard Fisk. This is yeah, a fun one. This is a fun one. I, I, I like this one. Yeah, so this one has a, like a lot of... Uh, <clears throat> this this The implications and the, the, the impact on Matt's life. Basically what happens is... Um, when uh, Battling Jack is killed, the kingpin feels bad for Matt. Feels bad for it. He sees what's happening, and he, he know he's involved in that kind of criminal element. And he says, yeah. "I'm going to keep an eye on the boy." And part of the reason why he wanted to keep an eye on Matt too is because he had some intel that Matt was being trained by Stick. Yeah, and that intrigued him. Yeah. The whole hand issue tri- tr- intrigued him. So that's why he decide he realizes this boy mm-hmm. is going to be a. Um, He's going to be an something. asset. He's yeah. going to be an asset, so I need to take him in. Yeah. And when he ends up taking him in, he ends up testing him right away. He tests him by putting a, uh, a, snake. a snake into a, a, a room, uh-huh. and he's able to stop it, and he, and he reveals that he has this hypersense mm-hmm. and the radar sense. And he basically says, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to put you through college. Um, you're going to work for me. We're going to tear down the bad guys. The, the one thing I do want to say, though, which was a key moment, was this is Matt right after he ended up, um, uh, right after his dad died. Yeah. In the original version, the recreated original version mm-hmm. from Frank Miller, Stick ends up helping him kind of fight through his inner demons a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So in this version, Kingpin gets to him and takes him away from Stick, and he tells Matt, he's like, you have two choices. You can come with me, and you will get a specific type of justice. Mm-hmm. Or you can choose not to come with me, and and not get any type of justice type of deal. Yeah. So King, so it's like it's your choice, Matt. And yeah. Matt, he actually gives Matt a choice, and Matt makes a choice. He's like, you know what? I'm going to choose your way. Yeah. And and, 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 and he becomes Penny, a he becomes a great lawyer. Yeah. For and Kingpin. King King, yeah. And Kingpin even tells him like, "There's no turning back once you do this." Yeah. And, and he does it. So you're right. So he becomes a lawyer. He becomes mm-hmm. so successful because there's no the finances. There's no there's no expense no expense that's too high. So yeah. he, he literally puts Matt through college. He it, it, but it's not like going anywhere. It's like private tutors flying in. He has all the the best yeah. experts teaching him everything. So Matt, you see a quick out a rundown of like the impact, which is that Foggy doesn't get to be roommates with him. He gets bullied and he has to kind of see his own way through college. He doesn't quite become the super successful lawyer that he is with Matt. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, they show all the. Yeah, they show that Karen ends up. Karen not doesn't becoming answer the, secretary. the. Yeah, she doesn't answer the wanted ad for she, secretary. She just comes and becomes a successful actress, actress She's in on a TV, a TV show. show. Yeah. yeah, it's called. Was it Ralph's Place? Where's Ralph? Well, yeah, yeah Ralph's, Ralph's Place. Place. Um, and then, and then after Murdoch ends up getting a Kingpin off, off, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when he's do- doing his best lawyering, yeah, they realize that you know, like I can't. I can't keep doing that because they're gonna people are gonna put two and two together and they know that I'm your ward, basically. Yeah. So I can't keep doing that. So there's a new way that you're going to be able to serve me, sort yeah. of, and that's by being Daredevil. Mm-hmm. That's because I know that you know, you know you've been training and you know, yeah. your physical perfection, all that kind of stuff. So so he ends up getting the mantle of Daredevil, but it's not like the full suit, which is was kind of neat. It's like just the mask. Just the and mask. He's, and he's got like normal. He says, then your dad used to wear this. It's mm-hmm. like the old wrestling mask. Right. So, um, and what happens is that, uh, there's a little bit of jealousy from Richard. Yeah. From Richard. So mm-hmm. Richard pops up and ends up killing his dad. Yeah. And after he kills his dad, Daredevil's like, what the heck did you do that for? And, and Richard's like, Oh, I don't know. Like I just felt bad, you know, mm-hmm. like I was jealous. Nobody and, was listening to me. Yeah. And then Matt speaks at his funeral. So it, it, it's a fun, it's a fun little story. Yeah, I enjoy he takes it. Richard out, doesn't he? Yeah. He takes Richard out and then it ends. It, it, there's a very cool ending, which is, uh, he's perched up on the Fisk Tower as it's being constructed. And he says, you know, this building is about to be finished. It's a symbol of a lot more than just uh, Wilson Fisk. It's a symbol of his control and his power. And they're all looking at me and telling me that I'm going to be the next king. I'm going to take over and I'm going to be the kingpin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So um, the next one I want to go over is... Um, what if Daredevil was the disciple of Doctor Strange? Yeah, I'll let you take this one. This was a fun one. I like this mm-hmm. one. Um, it's not the greatest story. It's kind of it's <laughs> it's kind of silly, but there's a few things I like about it. Yeah. Number one, I haven't read very much Doctor Strange, mm. so it was kind of fun just seeing him as a title character because yeah. this is a Doctor Strange book more than anything. Yeah. So, but it does feature Daredevil and Elektra. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I go into the story, I just want to say that I really like Daredevil's outfit. I was talking to mm, Jamie yeah. before we started this podcast. It kind of looks like an it, Aikido it, armor. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, but he has a Daredevil mask, but it covers the bottom half of his face. Yeah. He only has a slit for his eyes. Uh-huh. The horns are bigger. He has shoulder pads. He's got the wrap around his waist. Yeah, uh, fully armored. It, it's just, it, it's a cool it's look. Very, uh, it's very. Uh, I'm trying to remember the yeah. It's very like a hyper samurai mm-hmm. ninja demon look. So so a really quick wrap up of this story is that um, so Doctor Strange ends up um, being the mentor to uh, mm-hmm. to Matt Murdock. Uh, Matt becomes his disciple, and Matt ends up going rogue. And uh, originally. Oh, actually, let me, let me go back even further because this is a flashback that happens later in the issue. Um, Doctor Strange was a was getting tutelage from Stick and the uh, the cat the 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 cased the chase the chase. Sorry, mm-hmm. I can't get the word out. <laughs> so the chase and stuff uh, they had used Doctor Strange as as a pupil. Doctor Strange was one of their pupils because of his brain capacity and and the magic and everything, and uh, they end up training him. And then they told him, stay away from Matt. I feel like, you know, Stick was like, I had an idea that he would be good, but I feel like there's more trouble with Matt. Stay away from Matt. Dr. Doom just, or not Dr. Doom, Dr. Strange is like, I don't want to stay from Matt. I feel like there's good in the boy and everything. So Mm -hmm. he ends up training him, kind of like the Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. He ends up training him, 
and he ends up going rogue. He ends up going. He ends up going bad and ends up joining the hand. Mm. So um, I guess Doctor Strange is not a very good teacher, right? <laughs> so then um, the next, I have the upper hand. Right? Ground, so the next thing is Doctor Strange is looking for a new um, a new potty one. <laughs> He's looking for a new one, right? So uh, he He's ends looking up for Luke. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up grabbing um, Electra, mm-hmm. and uh, Electra becomes it, now the hand with Matt working with the hand is fixated on getting Electra and bringing them onto the, her side. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange is like, I'm training Electra to keep her away from Matt. So long story short, uh, Doctor Strange ends up trying to keep Electra hidden so that way the hand can't find her. Matt and the hand end up finding Electra. There's a big fight that ends up happening, and we find out that Electra and Matt were in love, and they secret in secret had been meeting, and they were doing something to go against the hand that Doctor Strange didn't know about and the hand didn't know about. It was only Matt and Electra that were in on it. Mm-hmm. They get into a big fight. Uh, they end up winning. They kill all the hand except for a couple, so that way the hand can go away. And Doctor Strange is like, oh, so I guess you weren't as bad as you really as I really thought you were. You know, you were really, you know, I guess not. He was undercover. He was. It was uh, the way I kind of took it. It was a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Was that that Matt ended up joining the hand, and then Elector was the one that ended up bringing him back to right. uh, to the mm. good side. But it wasn't exactly clear. But anyway, so there's a little moment at the end where Matt and um, and um, uh, Lecter, like we're not going to stick with you, Doctor Strange. Off, swing off, don't they? Yeah, we're not going to stick with you. We're not going to stick with the ham. We're going to do our own thing. And Doctor Strange is like, hmm, happy ending. Yeah. So that was it. But it was fun. I liked it. It was yeah. a neat little story. I liked doc- like reading a little bit about Doctor Strange. Mm. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it's kind of nice to to so much of the Electra and Daredevil stuff is like their relationship with those other characters, and mm-hmm. it's nice to actually have some kind of sense of it from that. Did we go through all of them? I think that's all of them. Was that all we were going to yeah, go I through mean, there, today? There there's is, a couple there's more a couple that we're more purposely that, waiting on. Yeah, we're doing, waiting on yeah. them because they cover stuff that we haven't covered in the the ongoing series. Yeah. But, so for those of you that are listening at home, if you have any Daredevil like what ifs that you would like to be told, mm-hmm. tell us. Like you know, I said I I wanted to know what it would be like if uh, if Daredevil told Foggy from the get go that he was, or sorry, if Matt told Foggy from the get go that he was Daredevil. Yeah, let us know. Tell us if you if you're like you know, hey, I wish uh, you know what if Matt, I don't know. I did actually ask on Twitter um, just before we started. Mm. If there was any that, that any uh, any what ifs that people would like to suggest, uh, Chuck Madrox at Chuck Madrox on Twitter asked, "What if Daredevil kept Devil Dog? Do you know who Devil Dog is? Devil Dog. Devil Dog is the CNI dog that um, I think oh. Foggy gives to Matt um, during the Ken Castle run, maybe. Um, and uh, it's." It's like this annoying mutt that, that Matt is constantly like, I don't need this dog. It's just <laughs> here. But then he, um, I think Foggy loses it in a, uh, a round of poker with Deadpool's friend or assistant, whose name I can't think of right now. Um, ooh, he's got a funky name. Um, but he loses the dog and the guy takes the dog away and then Deadpool, uh, Matt's a little bit sad. But Foggy's mainly sad because Foggy was really into the dog. He kept feeding it snacks mm-hmm. and te- trying to, teaching tricks um <laughs> so the, so his question was so how would it have been different if he would have kept the dog if it kept him yeah that would be it, 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 i think daredevil would turn a little bit more into like a sitcom it would I, because because I, it would be like dang the dog the dog's like, always around i gotta, gotta get chain away him from up. the dog i need yeah. a walker 
um, it would be cool if he became like the, the full on sidekick, though. Yeah, like there there are some. I mean, Daredevil and Devil. We, we got crypto. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got uh, what's the dog that the Inhumans use to travel with? Lockjaw. Lock yeah, Lockjaw. Mm-hmm. There there are some. You know, there's some cool dogs. Some out cool there. dogs. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of Devil Dog being a full on Daredevil and Devil Dog. I think it belongs in like the Mark Wade Daredevil. Yeah. Like not the Brian Michael Bendis, not the Frank Definitely Miller, the... like, but Mark Wade. I feel like he could handle he his his Daredevil world, yeah. his style. He could handle Devil Dog. Definitely, yeah. It would be. Uh, <laughs> the, I think how it would come about is he'd need to change quickly, but he'd have the dog with him and he'd be like, "What do I do? Yeah, how like, do I do? I tie oh. the dog." <laughs> and then he would just throw a mask on the dog that he had randomly kept as a backup oh, so, mask. So he'd go, come dog, on, boy, we're going to so, do it. So the dog has a secret identity. Yeah, and the dog would run in and he, the dog would, would, would catch one of the villains, growl at them, stop, stop some uh, jewel thieves or something like that. And he'd say, you know what? You're all right, devil dog. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> devil dog's awesome. Yeah. I'm just sad that uh, that he he got got lost in a game of poker and then got uh, he, he's given to another one of the Deadpool uh, friends. I don't know this story, so I, I'm gonna have yeah, to, it's coming up, but did, it's it's very quick. It's yeah. very quick, and and um, yeah, he, he he he's lost in a game of poker. The guy who wins him in the game of poker gives him to someone else, who uh, a blind character that lives with Deadpool, I think. And the guy just torments this dog, and the dog torments him, and it it does become like a sitcom where they just like mm-hmm. hound each other, pun intended. Um, but I I think it's time to have Devil Dog in full costume. I Let's think do time. it. Let's That's, do it. Yeah, bursting on the scene. Well, this is a fun podcast. This was it, a fun. It was podcast. fun to come. We in. asked what if. And yeah, we answered yeah, to talk if. about a whole bunch of different things. I think yeah. my favorite issue was probably the the what if Daredevil killed. Um, um, the Kingpin. Yeah. I think that was probably probably my favorite. I also like the first one too. And I made a mistake when I was talking about it earlier. There was not the scene where where Electro ended up um the fight happening in the um uh inside of the theater. Oh well, yeah, that's right. Where he, that that was in Daredevil Yellow, wasn't it? That was in Daredevil it? Yellow. Yeah, yeah. I, I had those. That's two. where I got confused. When I, you yeah. Were so, it. and then after I said it, I realized that I said the wrong thing, and I got confused. And so, my my, um, my so that's why I Marvel said, Unlimited app wasn't loading that page. Yeah. So I was like, so I was oh. like, um, you know what? So, so apologies for saying that earlier. I, yeah. I, I what color is my costume? <laughs> yeah, but that happened with Electro. Yeah, that's why I just I was confused. I mean, we we. I mean, we read a lot of Daredevil comic books. We do, and sometimes they kind of hundreds. Yeah, they kind of you know get blended together. Yeah. Plus, all the other comic books that we're reading that are not Daredevil. <laughs> so it's like trying to remember what happened where. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not perfect. Yeah, we're not perfect. But yeah, I think that was my favorite. Was that your favorite? Or do you have a different favorite? I like that one because it was crazy how Matt Matt changed, and I love the whole Hobgoblin thing. It was yeah, just that was kind of fun. Yeah, kinda fun. I, like I do like the the whole. Well, if, uh, Kingpin had owned him as a kind of yeah. intro. The, the, the fact that that, that had a too. lot of repercussions that, that kind of spread out mm-hmm. in the story. Um, yes. Yeah. There are a lot of good ones. Well, anyways, yeah. So it's good to be back. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you for waiting, uh, waiting yeah. for us. Yeah. We had a little hiatus, but we're going to be back in full swing and get yeah. more Daredevil out there. 
for all for everyone who's listening to us, we we greatly appreciate it. You know how to reach us on all the social medias and stuff. Yeah. What are we going over next week? Next week we're going to cover. We're just going to have a, a quick little look at some of the uh, the actual. We're going back to the the series. Yeah, we got four issues. Four we're issues. Go over. Uh, two, three, four, two, three, five, two, three, six, two, three, seven. And they're all by different writers. Yeah. Now every the single reason, one. Yeah. One of the reasons we we did it this way is because this is a period where um, Frank Miller's gone. And this is like the search for the new writer. So Anna said he's quick... got one mm-hmm. that she that she did in this yes. group. Mm-hmm. Um, That's excellent. Yeah, it's it's it. I it was okay for me, but uh-huh. but but no, but I, there are parts of it I liked. Uh-huh. Um, but so she's got one in there. And uh, do you know? I, I we will talk about this in the next episode. But um, as a little teaser, she wasn't the front runner to take over. Oh really? Yeah, one of the other writers was the front runner. All right. Well, we're gonna have to talk about that here soon. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for listening. Uh, Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. We just just did did Daredevil. Daredevil.